This is the Evolve or Remain podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Healy. I am a woman in midlife who has learned to dive into the unknown over and over again. Each time I took the leap, I was met with beautiful, expansive opportunities. The universe met me where I was. In this podcast, we unpack what it means to live on the growth edge, what it takes to embrace change for the sake of alignment, embodiment, and growth. After all, that is the only way to ascend into the best version of ourselves. I share my own experience of living on the growth edge, as well as methods and wisdom that have raised my vibration in order to inspire you to live an evolved and expanded life. This podcast is for you, my friend. I'm so glad we found one another. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So in today's episode, I am going to talk about self-love. And this is the mother of all topics. What really could possibly be more important than self-love, right? And I will tell you why. I see issues with self-love prevalent throughout our culture for everyone, but I mostly addressed women on this podcast. All issues, challenges come back to self-love. But why? Because if we can't love and radically accept ourselves in all ways, we will never feel complete. And if we don't feel complete, we will never be able to live fully and in alignment, wild and free. We will never feel comfortable in our own skin. These things are the bottom line, what everyone wants. But they are elusive, unfortunately, and deep inner work is really needed to get to where we need to be. The fact is that the world needs you to be the fullest, most divine and embodied version of you. The world does not need you to play small and to compare yourself to others. That's not why we're here. We are here in this life to live out our destiny. And this means living to the highest expression of ourselves. And in order to do that, we must believe in ourselves and love ourselves. That is a responsibility, a duty, and a lifelong commitment. If we don't commit ourselves to fully healing and learning about ourselves, we will never have the life we want and we will always come back to feeling like we're not enough. So when I talk about all of these things, about healing and committing to that, it doesn't mean that you have to be healing from a major trauma or something in your life. We all have feelings of inadequacy that we were raised with that were just part of our world. And it's different for all of us. Sure, some people have big traumas. Most of us have small traumas. All of it adds up and leads to a place where we feel unworthy, unfulfilled. Okay. So, in order to love ourselves, we have to love all parts of ourselves, right? And it's easy for us to love the things about ourselves that we're proud of, our strengths and to love the qualities that we're recognized for. So that maybe could be how we look. Probably the biggest issue for women is in this area. 
and maybe we are proud and recognized for our athleticism or our mental acuity, how we present ourselves to the world intellectually. Of course, there's a million different characteristics that could be going on here. But I'm always aware of others sharing their wins, winning an award, getting a raise at work, making some kind of an achievement at work, giving a speech and getting all this recognition, winning a game, scoring points, winning a tournament, all kinds of things. And that is beautiful. Absolutely, we should be sharing our wins. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. We should be celebrated and thrilled to share our wins. But how about the aspects of ourselves that we aren't proud of? The things we feel shame or guilt or regret about, right? We all have them. It's different for all of us. Things that we share with no one. How the hell do we love those parts? It's something embarrassing that you said in a certain situation. Not knowing the answer to something when you're called on in class or in a meeting. A relationship not working out because of something embarrassing. I mean, there's a million different reasons. But self-love is about loving all of the parts, period. True self-love is tested in the shadows, the darkness, and the shadow parts of ourselves that are perhaps not as lovable. When we say something embarrassing, not knowing the right answer, when we miss a goal trying to score in a game, lose the game, make a choice that we regret in a relationship, do something that we wish we hadn't done or say something we wish we hadn't said, doing poorly on a test, I think the most important aspect of self-love is being able to see the message, see what was gleaned from the thing that we feel shameful about or maybe even regret. This is where coaching can be so helpful to work through why we felt shame or guilt and really dig in and get to the root of it. There's many layers of the onion that need to be peeled back in figuring out where did that shame come from? Usually, it goes all the way back to childhood. It goes all the way back to our, our family environment, things that happened, and what our ideas are about ourselves from way, way back. It is possible, of course, to do this work on our own. However, of course, it's easier and more efficient to have an objective partner involved, like a coach or a therapist. To do this, you must be committed to journaling, looking at why you feel a certain way, looking back at what you experienced and starting to see patterns. It's very complex. That's one of the reasons why the gene keys are so helpful when we are looking to work on ourselves. One of the things that I use in my coaching practice with clients and myself, they provide us with our shadows right there in our hologenic profile, we learn what the shadow aspects of each of our archetypes are. And so those shadow aspects are going to show us the areas of our personality that are going to probably be the rise of the guilt or the shame or whatever our issues may be. So it's a lot easier for us to recognize where we're going to have issues and then be able to hone in and address them. In human design, when we are living in alignment, which is the goal with our true self, we are making decisions from our authority and knowing our different channels in our profile and our profile lines 
it's easier to recognize where we're going to find challenges and weaknesses. So if you're not familiar with human design, you're not familiar with the gene keys, I can link a few of the episodes in the show notes where I discussed these two different frameworks, which I use in my coaching container and which I used for myself for a period of time. Then when we have issues, we understand that those are the issues that we're meant to address for our lifetime. That's what human design and the gene keys show us what our challenges are going to be in our lifetime. All the shadow aspects. There's the gift high energy, high frequency energy in the gene key. And then there's a shadow aspect. The shadow is the challenge. So you kind of see where the continuum is and what you're working towards. Then when we have issues, we begin to understand that we're meant to have them and we're meant to address them. And those are our life's challenges. I think that when we know this, it's a little easier to soften and be a bit lighter about how we treat ourselves with a little bit more love and affection, and it makes self-love a bit easier. We start to make shifts and recognize them, and we begin to love ourselves for all of it, all our parts. My goal in this work that I do coaching women to live their most embodied life and in this podcast, with the information that I provide, is to empower and guide my listeners and my clients in all the ways to love themselves despite what our minds and our society and our conditioning and all of the messaging, both from social media and our culture, that are working hard to guide us into the other direction. It's so easy to find the things that we don't love about ourselves comparing ourselves to others for a myriad of reasons. Comparison is a dead end road and toxic for us. We will never achieve what we want if we continue to compare ourselves to others. We have to work really hard to find reasons to believe that we're worthy of admitting how badass we are, how strong and empowered we really are and are all meant to be. It's time to accept and love all of ourselves the dark and the light, the angry and the delighted, to be kind and savage and live in the highs and the lows, always looking for why we are grateful for both sides. The first part of all of this is just awareness. We can't love or even recognize the shadow parts of ourselves without taking some time to notice our patterns and what we tend to do. Taking time is how we honor how we are feeling. That looks differently for everybody. Saying no to the wrong people and the wrong events. Sure, maybe you're invited to things, but when you're around those people, they sap your energy. They don't appreciate you. They don't make you feel good. We need to pay attention to those things. We don't have to say yes to everything. And even if we're used to doing that, we can start to make changes, taking time to do the things we do love, the things that light us up. That's different for all of us, spending time alone, spending time in nature, exercising, spending time with family and people who appreciate us and make us feel good. Pay attention to how you feel when you're with certain people and in different situations and environments. How does your body feel? Are you calm and at peace or is your heart racing? 
If we start to pay attention, our bodies have the answers that we're looking for. Taking care of our bodies, getting enough sleep, eating healthy, and feeling good about what were the choices that we're making, not feeling guilty about the things that we're saying no to, but feeling grateful and feeling empowered in the choices we are making. Peeling away the layers, finding out what's holding us back and why we aren't getting what we want is a lifetime journey. It gets easier as we do more. It gets easier and is easier with help, like a coach. And we begin to recognize repeating patterns, cycles in relationships, cycles in our choices in our lives. If you are finding that you're always dealing with the same issues in relationships, you aren't able to get what you want, you feel stuck, you feel like you don't have any choice in what you're doing and in your life, it is because you are locked into patterns that you don't even realize you are choosing. And there is a way out. And the first choice is choosing you and choosing to start to pay attention to your body, choosing to start to maybe journal, take some notes about what you're doing, take some notes about how you're feeling. And from there, you will begin to see patterns in your behavior and you'll begin to start paying attention. It is worth every moment of doing that and you will start to learn and see your progress. If you are interested in working with a coach, if you are interested in making changes with a little bit of help, feel free to reach out to me and schedule a call for coaching and we can talk about what it is you're looking for, how you're feeling and how you want to feel. And you can let me know what resonated with you in this conversation. And then we can figure out how to move forward from there. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It is my greatest desire to inspire you to take leaps and dives into the unknown in order to expand your life. If this content resonated with you, it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review this on Apple Podcasts. That is another way for me to spread my knowledge and experience with those who need to hear it. I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on Instagram or join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain Life Coaching. All of the links are in the show notes. I'll see you for the next episode.